Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right, welcome to the latest episode of College Questions. I'm so grateful you guys are listening in. I also want to give a plug that we are doing a giveaway at the end of this episode. So I want to encourage you to listen in on how you can receive a book that is going to encourage you in your walk with Christ and encourage you in how to really walk through the answer to this question we're exploring today. The question comes straight from Scripture, Psalm 119, verse 9. How can a young person keep their way pure? This is an incredible question that's important for all of us to ask. Uh, The sin of sexual morality is continuing to plague uh, not only our nation, but um, around the world. We see this sin is such a devastating one, and it's one that um, many people have a grip by. And yet, there's hope. Uh, This episode is dedicated to help listeners see that hope and take some practical steps in finding freedom from sexual morality. Our guest with us, who I'm extremely excited and grateful to have on on the podcast, has been ministering to college students for nearly 30 years with a collegiate ministry student mobilization. Some of you may have heard STUMO. That's where he's working. He he loves it. Uh, He received his MABS from Dallas Seminary and was trained as a pastoral sex addiction professional supervisor. He is the founder of The Freedom Fight, an online porn addiction recovery program, and has just launched his brand new book, The Freedom Fight, The New Drug and the Truce That Set Us Free. He and his wife have four grown children and live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Please welcome to the podcast, my good friend, Ted Shimmer. Ted, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Man, it's great to be here. I've been looking forward to it. (laughs) Me too, man. And uh, I want to share a story because it was incredibly meaningful for me as a young man. And I guess it was about 20 years ago. Um, I was down at Washita and and you were gracious and invited me up and I think you and your family were living in Conway at the time and we were having dinner and it was after the meal and and you and I were standing there having a conversation. And I remember you reached over, your son was in the room, TV was on. I I was just talking. I didn't really, I wasn't observing those things. Next thing I know, you grabbed the controller, changed the channel and you looked at your son and, and took the initiative to say, son, do you know why daddy changed the channel? And he was looking at you seriously because he was wondering what was next. He's like, I'm, I'm listening, daddy. And then you told him, because daddy wants to have eyes for only mommy, only mommy, son. And as a young man who was trying to uh, get the answer to this question myself, still struggling with lust and pornography at that season of my life, and was so inspired and encouraged by that example. And it makes me very grateful, obviously, for the role that played in my journey to freedom, uh, but also for our listeners to get to hear your heart, uh, the things that you have started and this book and the app and things that I believe God is using to bring freedom in people's lives. And so I just want to say thank you. And I'm, I'm excited about the podcast, my friend. Hey, I'm looking forward to being here, man. It's a, um, dude, it's a privilege. Well, tell us how we got here because, you know, 30 years of collegiate ministry and obviously the, the tail end here, you have really put an emphasis on sexual addiction. And so I would love just to hear your journey on how did the app come about, you finding uh, the freedom fight, uh, you kind of birthing that and then writing this book. Uh, What were some things that led to this point? 
Yeah, well, and you know, to, to ask kind of that, that, or answer that first question, how can a young man or a young person keep their way pure? Um, you know, I would change how I answer that question now. I think, you know, maybe 20, 25 years ago, my, my answer would have been incomplete. Because with the whole birth of, um, you know, high-speed porn uh, with the iPhone, um, mm. man, it's, you know, I would, I would answer that, um, you know, probably with a few different layers, um, you know, than I would have before. And so I think, you know, early in my ministry, you know, that, you know, just thinking in terms of, hey, is somebody trying to walk with Christ? You know, they're getting into Scripture, Man, do they have accountability? Hey, if they're doing mm. those things, man, they're going to be able to walk in purity. And, mm. you know, and I think, you know, it was about 2004, 2005, 2006, we started noticing that more and more of our male student leaders were being disqualified from leadership because they were struggling with pornography. And, mm. you know, so much so that in 07, you know, as a ministry, we identified porn as really the biggest obstacle for us building spiritual laborers. Um, mm. And so as a ministry, we started having all of our staff guys go through a porn addiction recovery program, uh, not because our staff were personally struggling, but so that we could be better equipped uh, in the context of discipling students to really help them with the struggle. And so. You know, that's really what what kind of, you know, led me, you know, to start heading down this path. Mm. Well, that's awesome. I um, I know that um, Josh McDowell has spoken really well. Um, he refers to your app as the number one porn addiction recovery program. Um, what do you think it is about Freedom Fight that is so effective in helping anyone, young people, you know, the stats are 50% of all, uh, whether it's pastors, anyone is, is, has an addiction to pornography, but obviously you see God using it. What is it about that, that you feel, um, is helping God, God use that in a big way? Well, and I would say this, it's, man, it's, you know, definitely been a journey, um, you know, getting here and kind of maybe to give you a little mm -hmm. bit of the backstory, so, you know, it was interesting that in 07, as a ministry, we identified, man, if we're making disciples, but we're not addressing this issue, mm. then, man, we're really setting people up for, for failure mm. in their future marriage and just, man, their, their walk with Christ and their impact. Um, and so we thought, we thought the situation was dire in 07. Little did we know there... There was a, a little invention that came out later in 07 called the, the iPhone. And so, you know, what we thought was, man, a man, a horrible situation was about to get, you know, drastically worse. Mm. Um, and so in 07, man, I, I started uh, walking through a number of, you know, porn addiction recovery programs. And okay. most of the time in conjunction with a staff person or a student who was struggling, um, and then, you know, one experience was, was man, very helpful as I, I walked with this staff guy, you know, we went through, you know, sent him to certified sex addiction therapist, 
We went through multiple online programs, and we even sent him out to California for a one-month live-in program. And I always say, when you start sending people to California for help, you know you're desperate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we were, man. Uh, and so mm. we were trying to figure this thing out. Um, because here was the thing for us, Justin, is you know this guy in particular, man, he loved God. He hated his sin. Mm. Man, he was dating the girl he wanted to marry. Man, he loved being on staff. And he loved making disciples. And yeah, it was just crippling him, man. He, 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 you know, he got the flip phone. He, you know, did all these things. And yet, man, he, he couldn't break free. Mm. He had every reason to, he had, you know, and so, man, we realized, man, there's something else going on here. And, and so, man, I walked with him, you know, over a two and a half year period. And, and we finally, you know, man, found a program 11 months long cost $6,500. Wow. And man, he finally found freedom. And so at the end of that, you know, we were excited for him, but man, he had spent over $20,000 and spent two and a half years, um, you know, to find freedom. Hmm. And, and yet, and we were sitting there going, man, this is not a reproducible model. Um, Hmm. And so we just really felt at that point, you know, man, just a, a huge burden. Hey, how can we identify these man, key principles of recovery that lead to freedom that are biblically based, gospel centered, um, man, and effective? Uh, and so we, you know, that's when we, you know, basically started putting together, you know, the freedom fight, mm. you know, as a, hey, a user friendly uh, program that basically takes, you know, the 20 plus different, you know, programs that we had, we went through and, you know, trying to identify, hey, what's working, what's not. Um, and so, man, it was, it was a long process. And, you know, man, to have guys like the staff person I was referring to just, man, really open his life. So, man, we can, you know, really and identify, hey, what are the principles that lead to recovery? And so mm-hmm. I think that process um, you know, that led us, you know, to identify and create these, you know, principles of recovery, mm. man, is, is what has, you know, made it so effective. That's incredible. So you're, you're 13 years, um, from when that journey started with that young man. Yeah. Um, and so I know what year did the app launch? Uh, so it launched in, um, well, the website launched in 2017, Okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember if it was later in 2017 or in 2018, we launched the app. Okay. I think it was in 2017 also. And I know um, initially the app did cost money, but now I'm in reading about your book and everything, the app is now free. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Man, that is yep. awesome. How, how good does it feel a to 13 years of this journey you've been on to establish these resources for people. Um, a, what, how much joy does it bring you? Uh, just that it, that it's complete and it's kind of at its place where it's ready to launch out. Uh, and then also that it's offered for free, the app side of it. Yeah. Well, man, we're, you know, I definitely really just feel privileged to, uh, you know, man, be a part of the team. Cause like I said, mm. man, with our staff, man, it was a learning process and just, mm. 
you know, I mean, getting input from them. And, you know, they were taking these principles and using them with students and, you know, giving feedback and, um, you know, and so it's been a, man, a process of, of refining and, you know, we're still, you know, trying to refine and, um, and man, it's a, you know, it's a huge deal that, Hmm. you know, unfortunately, uh, man, a lot of, churches or spiritual leaders aren't necessarily addressing the issue. Mm. And if they do address it, um, man, they don't necessarily, man, they're not also, uh, giving solutions that, that mm. lead to freedom. Um, yeah. cause man, there's a lot of shame with this topic mm. and, you know, unfortunately a lot of times if it's just the, the pastor railing on, you know, porn users, and telling people, hey, you know, just love Jesus more and quit, mm. man, it can only multiply the shame. Because um, mm. like I was saying, this this guy I was working with, I mean, he was a D1, you know, athlete, very disciplined, man, had all the spiritual disciplines down. And yet, mm. you know, if you don't bring in the brain science piece, um, you know, I think we're missing a, a big piece of the puzzle. And, you know, and the well, scripture tell us tells us, because I... you know, Romans 12, 2, that mm. transformation happens by renewing our minds. Um, mm. And so, man, that's that's been, a, I think, an important piece of it as well. I'd love to hear uh, just your thoughts. I know you've um, you've done the research. You've had conversations. How does pornography impact the brain? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, anytime we do something habitually our brains, you know, strengthen those connections and pathways, you know, like riding our bike, like tying our shoe, so that eventually you can do do that activity without much conscious effort. Mm. You know, that's how the brain becomes efficient. So you do something regularly, and your brain just and develops these strong connections. Okay. And the same is true with pornography is, man, when a person watches porn, you know, oftentimes it's coupled with masturbation and it, it develops these very strong, uh, you know, porn pathways in the brain. Mm. Um, it's kind of like walking on a path through the woods. The more you walk it, the more worn it becomes and the easier it is to travel it. Um, Mm. and you know, just recognizing, man, one of one of the important steps is it's not enough just to man not use the old pathway, but we have to build new pathways. Mm. Um, and so that's one of the things we teach a tool uh, in our program, uh, man. That's you know really really been effective, but it's it's based on brain science and three biblical principles. Okay, um, takes like sixty seconds to do, uh, man. Using meditating on scripture. But it's a way that, hey, when somebody feels tempted and at the moment of temptation, instead of, you know, going down that old pathway where somebody normally goes, man, they, they learn, you know, to develop a new pathway. And, um, and so that's, you know, that's one, you know, one of the aspects of the brain science, you know, that, that we bring in that, you know, has really been helpful. Mm. Well, I love how you bring up uh, just the Romans 12, that renewing of the mind. And, you know, that's, 
I, the, the way our brain, the way God designed our brain is, is breathtaking in some ways. I mean, even, Mm -hmm. you know, you describe some simple examples of how it, it, it can become efficient and, that's a beautiful thing when it's used uh, in a way that's honoring God. But the sad part of it is when it gets hijacked, so to speak, and it learns those, I love your description of the pathway in the woods. Um, and then the challenge of creating new pathways. Um, and you know, that's what I love about what you've done and that you're exposing is that the solution to overcoming pornography, we can't just, um, say, you know, Hey, this is the answer. It's not so easy. Um, you know, there's a journey towards freedom. In fact, you know, I know, um, for your program, like what's the timetable that you would say, I know, um, I, you know, I, I think you, it's been said that your app, it'll, it, it's about a six month journey, you know, what, why six months and, and what's the significance of that time? Yeah. Well, and, you know, and I would say this, if you, you know, if you're talking to other, you know, uh, addiction, you know, experts or, you know, pornography addiction, you know, six months is, is typically on the shorter end mm. in the sense of, you know, a person can find freedom, you know, before that six month period, but it yeah. takes between six months and two years, man, to really establish a lifestyle of freedom, mm. just in the sense of, you know, with a lot of students that go through our program, um, you know, a lot of them will go through as sophomores and, you know, they, they will and experience a measure of freedom that and they've really never had before. And to be honest, um, you know, I think sometimes they're like, well, man, I'm I'm watching so much less porn than anybody I know. So, man, I'm pretty mm-hmm. good. And, you know, they mm-hmm. kind of lower the standard of mm-hmm. really what they're shooting for. Um, you know, but a lot of, a lot of guys will, will go through our program twice, uh, because the second year, um, you know, they're a little bit more, you know, focused, they're Mm -hmm. a little bit more serious. Um, and so it's, you know, that's, that's one of the patterns, you know, that Mm -hmm. we've, we've definitely seen because, you know, I think one of the things that's important and I've, I've really learned, you know, through this process, Justin is, Man, God wants to give us so much more than freedom. Mm. And, you know, Jesus, you know, says in John 8, 32, that you would know the truth and the truth will set you free. Um, and what we have d- discovered, and you, you've experienced this as well, is that, man, before his truth sets us free, it changes us. And mm. because it changes us, the freedom will last. So, you know, mm. As an example, um, you know, we've, we've identified, uh, man, the six roots of a pornography addiction. That, man, if somebody's really going to get free, man, they have to, you know, they have to address these, you know, these roots. Um, you know, one of those roots is isolation. And, you know, we know from, you know, James 5.16 that the first step, you know, towards freedom and healing mm-hmm. is confession. Yeah. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Um, and so if a person really doesn't grow a conviction man, about being 100% honest and open mm-hmm. with another person, if they don't deepen their convictions, 
you know, man, about this, you know, confession, the vulnerability, and and they kind of, and they kind of just stay, man, in that mode of denying, minimizing, and rationalizing. Um, you know, they can go through the program and they can experience freedom, but man, once they go on to kind of the new season of life, and if they don't have that, mm. man, it's going to come back. And so yeah. it's like, man, we have to. You know, there are certain areas we have to grow and develop because one of the things that we like to say is you don't just quit a porn habit, you outgrow it mm. because, man, there there are certain things that a person has to grow and develop in, mm. man, if they're really going to build that foundation, man, for a lifestyle of freedom. Well, I love that perspective. That's awesome. Well, I know that, you know, so many people who as you mentioned the first story of the young man who wanted to be in ministry and this and and kept tripping him up i mean this is the pattern you know you mm-hmm. see so many people gripped by it and you know um you know i've sat with people before who were weeping over the sin of pornography in their life and sincerely like a child of god who recognizes the sin admits it's a sin is living out james 5:16 and yet has a little bit of freedom and then down the road, like you said, it comes back to creep in their life. Maybe it was a, a change of, of season of life or certain dynamics changed or, or taken away. But you do see that. And, you know, that's a that's the gut riching part of this that that always saddens my heart is, you know, when you the last time you check with a guy like, you know, you, he's good. And and then you find out, you know, later down the road, like, oh, wait, this is uh this is still a struggle for his life. And or it or it came back up. Yeah. He did have a season of freedom, but it came back up. And you know, you mentioned earlier about how some folks will lower their standard, you know, they're comparing to other people saying, Well, hey, I'm I'm doing pretty good and um, but I'm curious to you, you know, how would you define freedom in this area? Yeah, and we and you know, I've I've learned a lot. One of one of my mentors in this area was uh, Dr. Ted Roberts. He's the one that did. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Conquer series, um, hmm. but you know, one of the, we've adopted his definition, and it has been two years without a relapse hmm. and healthy relationships and habits. You know, have been established. And so both of those, you know, are important. It's like, man, a two years without a relapse that, man, hey, there's, there's freedom, you know, but it's not just behavior modification. Yeah. You know, kind of like what you were referring, you know, earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, a guy can kind of white knuckle it yeah. for yep. a while. Get rid of my and, computer, get rid of my, get yeah, the flip phone, exactly. do all those things. Yeah. Uh, but man, if you don't deal with the roots then mm. it's always going to come back. It's kind of like mowing a yard yeah. full of weeds. Hey, it looks great at first, but man, <laughs> because you didn't deal with the roots and That's they're right. always going to come in the spring. And, uh, mm. and so, you know, two, two years without a relapse is an important part of it. But then having established healthy relationships and habits. And so, you know, habits like, um, you know, hey, they understand themselves, and so man, hey, they're they're checking in and their their spiritual disciplines. They understand, 
you know, that, hey, I, I need the spiritual disciplines, you know, back to our opening question, how can a young man mm-hmm. keep his way pure? How can a young person keep their way pure by keeping it mm-hmm. according to your word? Your word mm-hmm. I have treasured in my heart that it may not sin against you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just, man, are there, man, healthy habits that have been, you know, established in their life? Um, you know, the accountability piece. Um, and then the relationships, because, you know, so many of the the areas that a person has to grow and develop in, um, man, are going to impact them and their, you know, ability, man, to establish healthy relationships. Um, mm. And the thing I've I've seen, um, well, and I'll, I'll I'll you know talk a little bit about that later, but that's that's how I I would define, uh, you know, man, what what is freedom what we're, you know, pursuing. Mm. Man, that's awesome. When it's encouraging, um, even though, you know, I imagine for some that definition might seem overwhelming, like two years, you know, how, how is that possible? Um, but I do think that so many times when it comes to living out the commands of scripture, you know, and even experiencing the, the renewing of our mind, sometimes we, expect that we would expect to be able to to confess say a prayer and all right i'm good now yeah whereas it does indicate and it certainly gives an implication there's a process involved in that and you know you spoke a little bit about the brain earlier and and i imagine that with something as heavy and as devastating that it it does to the brain that it's it's going to take time Um, how, how do you encourage those students who um, you know, they, they do the program or, or however they are in their experience in freedom. And then they do have a relapse. They didn't make it the two years. They, they, they still, they still haven't grown out of it. Uh, there's still some healthy, um, relationships and habits that they need to establish. How do you encourage those students who sincerely are on the journey to be free, but they hit a bump, you know, they, they relapse. How, how do you, what, what do those conversations look like and how do you encourage those? Yeah, that's good. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, there will be bumps and, mm. you know, they're on the journey. There will be relapses, you know, in, and so one of the things we, we really try to establish just the mentality early on is living in reality. Man, we mm. want to live in the light that, man, if there is a relapse, man, we want to confess it immediately. We want to learn from it. You know, we have we have people in the program. So if somebody commits, you know, if somebody relapses, man, within 24 hours, they fill out a crash report mm. where they answer several questions, just helping them process, hey, what led to this? Man, what boundaries did and I violate that I'd already set up? Hey, what, you know? And so, man, it just... You know, it helps them to fail forward um, because, man, a relapse, man, if it's if it's handled correctly, mm-hmm. people are honest and open, man, it can, you know, be a, an opportunity to move forward with, hey, mm-hmm. some new information. Hey, man, do I need to put up some new boundaries? Um, you know, but, man, if somebody has a relapse but they're too ashamed to admit it, Man, they it, can't ever deal with yeah, it. Yeah, they they don't they don't really get to 
you know, make those adjustments and, mm-hmm. you know, learn everything they could have, you know, from that. And, and so, man, it's, yeah, it's hugely important to, man, and when a person gets to the point where they're like, you know what, I'm going to live in reality and, and instead of staying in the shadows and trying to pretend I'm somebody mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, man, that, you know, when a person, you know, the sooner somebody gets there, the sooner they find freedom. Mm. Well, and that's so good. And, um, there is something freeing, you know, when you can get to that place, which that's a hard place to get to, to be vulnerable enough. And, you know, as you spoke to earlier, there's so much shame involved with the sin, especially even if you did have a season of victory and freedom, then it could almost Mm be uh, harder to be transparent because you know that, you know, here's you over here thinking that you're walking to freedom and you were, and you hit a bump. So I'm sure it's tempting to be like, do I, am I really going to have to expose this again? I'm not as far along as I thought I was. Uh, um, there's humility involved in that. And that's tough. Um, yeah. Well, tell me this, cause I would love to, and, and you've referenced a lot about uh, some elements of the program, uh, freedom fight. You know, if, if there's a student right now and, and, I know there are, I mean, I've, I've had conversations this year, you know, with students who I know and guys who are dealing with pornography and, um, and I know there are young women too. I remember when, um, I did a, had the privilege to do a journeyman project back in 06 and it was around, um, it was probably around 2007. There was a guy who came over and sometimes when the, with the way the journeyman, the, the company with IMB would use the journeyman is if someone comes to town and, we'd call on the big, big wigs, but you know, if somebody was coming to town for whatever reason, they'd often have a journeyman, like give them the tour. So that was our job that day. And we were walking around. I remember this guy's role was he would uh, have the applications for, from journeyman. And I was curious and I asked him, what's the, he said, you know, we don't ever tell someone no, but we do say not right now because they hear some things in your life that are, we would be, it would be unwise to send you over because you would, it would just compound these problems. So let's get you healthy in this area and then go. And I said, so what's the number one thing? And he said, no, easy pornography. And then he surprised me by saying, and we're seeing more and more of these applications. And it's interesting to me, the timing of this, because obviously that, that was the same year as you referenced the birth of the technology and everything being so easily accessible. He said that the numbers among uh, girls are going up significantly. And that really kind of shocked me. But I know that's a reality. And so, you know, I would love to um, ask you, um, because, you know, I've I've utilized certain resources, but I'm so grateful to have this now. And what would be the first step if, if a student who you weren't connected with or they're listening and they know, like, this is an issue in my life, um, regardless of where they are in that journey, they're, they're pursuing freedom. Like there's somewhere in that where they, they've been honest with God. They've been honest with, with, um, the people in their life. And, and yet there's, they know it's still there. They know they're not to that place where they've grown out of it, as you described, which I like really well. Um, what's the first step that student can take? Well, yeah, to, in order to, plug into our program, you know, go to the, the freedomfight.org. Um, and we really kind of have two options, Justin. There's, you know, the 30-day challenge. Um, 
you know, it's kind of a, an entry point um, that, you know, somebody can sign up for and it delivers content, you know, each day to your inbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and that's something, you know, somebody can, you know, start going through and we would encourage, you know, somebody to, you know, to do that with man, an accountability partner, just to have somebody to interact with. You know, we've, we've had small groups and we actually launched this, the 30 day challenge, you know, during the first kind of COVID lockdown mm. and man, it was great because, you know, staff and students, you know, were, they just start, would start a group chat and each day it was like, Hey, what'd you get from the content today? And, mm. you know, they would share that, you know, check in and, um, you know, but it was a, you know, kind of an easy touch. Um, That's timely too. Yeah. Um, uh, And so it's, yeah. And then people have used that for, you know, small groups. They, they do the content each day and then they get together once a week and which there's, you know, there's a leader's guide that has the discussion questions that, you know, groups can go through. Um, And then we have the, the, the six month program. Um, and, you know, somebody would, you know, sign up. It only requires a person's first name and their email address. Um, you know, and they can, you know, they can get started, you know, immediately. And, um, you know, there's really kind of, you know, three steps with the program, just about, you know, Hey, how somebody would go through it, watch and respond. So there's 50 okay. videos that are five to eight minutes each that unpack principles of recovery. Mm. Um, and so somebody, you know, uh, we have a, a study guide that, you know, writable PDF. We also have physical copies if, if somebody wants to, you know, purchase that. And, you know, they fill in the blanks. And then there's a short Bible study with each lesson just to, man, really drive home God's word for, man, mm. you know, each of the key principles. So if somebody would watch and respond, and then kind of the second step is apply and practice Mm. in in certain lessons. um, You know, we'll unpack core applications and core practices that, and that they will actually start populating in your own personalized dashboard. And and so it becomes really clear, Mm. man, what you need to do. You know, that, hey, what are the next steps in order to, man, put this, um, you know, these principles into practice in my life? And then the third kind of element is stay connected and accountable. And that's through the app with our, our daily check-ins. Um, you know, a check-in, you know, would take, you know, a couple minutes just to, you know, answer a few questions about how you're doing. And then you would send it you know, to your accountability partners. And so, mm. um, you know, that's kind of, kind of an overview yeah, of the process. No, that's awesome. And I love it and I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm just uh, so grateful for it. How have you seen, uh, God using the freedom fight app, uh, in the lives of folks who are finding freedom in this area? Yeah. You know, man, it, it's been, it's been really encouraging. Um, you know, and it's it's just like anything else. Um, man, you get it you get out of it what you put into it. Um, mm. you know, so no surprise there. But mm. you know, we we did a survey a couple years ago just to identify, hey, who's finding freedom and why? 
And man, what we discovered was that, man, if somebody finishes the program and then they're, they're committed to the three core habits that, you know, we kind of identify in the program, 86% of them are finding freedom, you know, wow. which is, you know, if you look at, you know, your, you know, typical, you know, addiction recovery programs, that's pretty phenomenal, you know, yeah, absolutely. uh, you know, some of those, you know, man, they, they kind of need a, another, another round of antibiotics, so to speak. Mm. Um, yeah. and, you know, in order to find freedom, but man, we've, we've really been encouraged just with man, how, how God is using it. And mm. I just got an email like a week ago. Um, you know, a guy from New Zealand, you know, talked about how, man, he just found freedom and he wants to start leading a group in his church and got so another. How did he, yeah. how did he discover it? Uh, that's a good question. There's, I mean, I want... yeah, there, there's actually, you know, there's probably about 50 people from New Zealand who've gone through the program. Um, wow. And <laughs> Come on. I know, man. That's awesome. Uh, we got a. We got some missionaries, you know, some Indonesians um, that are translating the 30-day challenge into oh, you know, their language. Awesome. Uh, got a guy in the Ukraine, you know, doing the same thing. Because uh, wow. unfortunately, man, it's a worldwide, you mm-hmm. know, issue. And, you know, people are like, man, we, we just don't have any resources. And, mm. uh, and so it's been, yeah, it's been you know, encouraging. Um, yeah, just to, you know, see, see how God is using it. That's awesome. Well, tell me how I'm, I love this. I'm excited. Um, and I've had the privilege to get on, um, and, and access that content and I love it and, and I'm grateful for it. I'm curious now, how did the book come about? You've got the app, everybody's rolling with it. And now here comes the book. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, and what it offers as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I think, you know, really the vision behind the book, Justin is kind of twofold one to man, bring man, education and commitment Mm. and conviction around this area, man, just to help people understand, um, man, there's a tsunami of pornography addiction coming ready mm. or not, man, the church had better get ready. Um, mm. you know, cause what most people don't realize is that before 2006, when high speed internet became a thing, most of the internet, most of the pornography on the internet were photographs because, you know, mm. you had dial up, which took forever. Mm. And so you could get videos, but most people were watching, were looking at photographs. Well, that all changed in 06 with high-speed internet. And so, mm-hmm. man, people started watching, you know, an endless buffet of videos. And mm-hmm. then in 07, when that started getting delivered to the iPhone, now everybody has their own personalized porn theater in their pocket mm-hmm. or their purse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, it's it's having private access is the kind of the key thing that that leads to addiction of porn. And, mm. you know, it's interesting because, you know, in 2011, only 30, 35% of teenagers had 
access to a smartphone. Today, that's over 95%. Oh, my goodness. And so it's almost, you know, we've basically re- reached the saturation point. Mm. But what that means is, is, man, our, this group in only the last 10 years, man, has kind of reached the point, man, of being saturated with porn. And mm. we're, we're just on the front end of seeing the impact of that. Um, and so those of us like you and I who work with college students, you know, we've been seeing it for years because man, those are the people we're, we're working with, Mm. but most of the people in church, you know, they don't, they don't have, you know, that view. And so, you know, part of it was, man, just a feeling of stewardship. Oh, nice. Man, do people realize what's going on? Because, Mm. you know, as you and I know every year, the depth of addiction gets deeper, the breadth mm. of addiction gets wider. Um, and man, it's not an easy addiction to break. You know, the mm. earlier, you know, someone starts, I mean, the, the deeper it often goes and, you know, just the brain science piece. It's like, there's a reason, you know, we have laws in place that, you know, keep addictive substance away from adolescents because the adolescent brain is more susceptible to addictive substances. Mm. And yet, man, we're giving 11, 12 year olds, you know, complete access to, you know, pornography, one of the most addictive substances on the planet. uh, So the book, back back to your original question, man, Mm. uh, you know, the book, you know, the first third of it is man educating on the brutal facts, you know, of pornography. Man, the okay. impact, man, how it impacts marriages, how it impacts mm-hmm. the brain, man, how it just, man, is impacting this generation. Uh, and then the second two-thirds unpacks the six roots of a porn addiction and how to address it effectively. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is a book, man, that, you know, man, you can, you know, hand to a grandparent, you know, even if they have, you know, no pornography in their background, it's like we need more godly grandparents that understand mm. what's going on with their grandkids. That's right. And yeah. so they can pray, so they can ask questions. And this is a book we can mm. stick into the hand of a parent. And be aware of sticking a device into a yes. child's hand and just let, leaving the room and exactly. assuming it's all good. Yeah, exactly. And because yeah. we need, you know, parents and grandparents, we need you know, pastors, spiritual leaders to under understand what's going on. But here's the deal, man, is, and, and you've seen this, is, man, addressing this issue with biblical, gospel-centered solutions mm. and is an incredible opportunity for revival and growth. Amen. And, um, and so, so, yeah, man, that's the, man, the, the purpose of the book, man, is to, you know, kind of, you know, stir up and the, the helping people understand it, but then also pointing them to solutions. Hmm. Well, I'm excited to read it. I've already got a couple of copies on the way. Plan on putting one in our church library. Oh, nice. Uh, we're going to give a couple away and then I'm going to keep one just to have as a resource. And I'm excited to read it. I read what I could, uh, you know, you, the website allowed me to, you know, read now. Oh yeah. Read a little bit of it and you know, uh, I did love, by the way, I don't, I don't know if it was just, uh, sometimes I get emotional about this topic because one, I'm grateful for the freedom the Lord has brought me, but I'm just always grateful for the example. And, you know, 
I'm sure, you know, you talking about what uh, your ministry went through with um, your leaders having an issue with this and, and then the iPhone combination that it uh, it's devastating when you hear stories of it and you see it ruining the people you love. Like that's heartbreaking. Um, it's equally inspiring when you see people, uh, you know, living in freedom. Yeah. And I, when I read, so I was able to read the, uh, what do you call the, the little note you can put in the front of a book to people? What is that called? Like you did one to your wife. What, what, oh what yeah. Is, the what do you the call ded- dedication page. There you go. Yeah. So I read your dedication page and I just thought, man, that is awesome. So you wrote to Amber, my beautiful bride and my best friend. You are an amazing wife, mother, and soulmate. Thank you for all your love and support as we serve the Lord together. Let's go another 30. And, and I read the rest of it and I read some of those stories and I'm, I'm very interested and curious and excited to read the rest of the book. I got to tell you, that got me, man, just reading that. And I think looking back to nearly 20 years ago when I saw you live that example out in front of your son to now God's using you in the way that he is, it just uh, makes me grateful. And, and I'm excited to share with our students to get them connected to the Freedom Fight app because obviously, um, you know, you've done your research and um, both, you know, the, the studies and classes, but also just the, um, what you've learned from real life experience from what you guys walk through. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. And so, I mean, is there anything else? I know um, uh, about to wrap it up, but I, I want to give you an opportunity. Is there anything else we didn't get a chance to, to talk about? I know this is a big topic that um, you even hit a couple things that I'm, I'm excited to learn. Like, you know, you talk about the six roots and I got isolation. I, I need to know the other five. You know, it's like I. <laughs> Did you got to read the book, man? <laughs> That's right. That's the teaser, man. Get the book, and I, it's on the way. But um, is there anything else though that I, I want to make sure I leave a window for you to to touch on something we didn't maybe get a chance to talk about? Well, man, I, you know, one, I just wanted to say, man, thank you, uh, man, for addressing this issue because you know i know you wrote a book yourself which man i i i loved um man reading that and just man seeing your heart um man to help the men and the women that you you know work with man walk in freedom and um because unfortunately man it's it's rare in man to you know be able to address this issue and so man Mm. i I really just, yeah, respect that a ton and, mm. and yeah, just appreciate your heart to, man, impact the, the next generation. And, um, and so, man, yeah, I, I've, I've enjoyed the time. Justin has been great to connect up and, um, man, we're just, we're trusting man that the Lord's going to, man, use these, these principles, man, for his mm. glory. And, um, you know, and really I think, you know, what we've discovered is it's like, man, when somebody really addresses those six roots, I mean, man, it's deep discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, man, it's, it's, you know, truths and principles in the scripture. In a lot of ways, science is catching up with scripture. And, mm-hmm. you know, and really that's, that's, a, that's a lot of what, what my book is about. It's like, well, hey, mm-hmm. the brain science says this. Well, Man, the scripture has been saying this for thousands of years. That's you right. Know, and, That's right. Uh, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, hey, I, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's been a been a joy. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the wisdom you've shared with our listeners. And I do feel like 
you know, it, it is enough to where I'm, I'm excited for the books to come in. I appreciate the little discount you threw out for getting multiple copies. That was nice. And uh, so, um, again, you can, where, Ted, where can I get them? Obviously, if someone's listening, they're, they're not here in Russellville. Um, wh- where could someone go to buy the book? Yeah, so you can go to Amazon um, and you can purchase the book there. Uh, okay. If, if somebody, yeah, wanted to, you know, get a bulk discount, um, you can go to thefreedomfight.org forward slash book. If you go to our website, you know, you'll be able to, yeah, find find the book from there. And so we have some, um, yeah, we have some uh, bulk discounts for, you know, people awesome. who want to buy them for groups and that kind of thing. Okay. Good deal. And I wanted to make sure I follow up with my giveaway. We are giving away three copies and I want to uh, encourage our listeners. Here's how you can get a free copy of the book and learn some of the facts that are happening out there and learn some practical steps you can take towards freedom. And, And like Ted said, maybe it's you yourself or part of us helping bring light to this darkness is us ourselves being in freedom, but then helping those around us. And so I know that if it's not for you, it can absolutely be something that'll equip you to help the people around you um, uh, as, a, as a single person, um, as a husband, a wife, uh, grandfather, grandma. I love how you gave the picture of just the, the full scale of, of we all can play a part in this. Mm. And so here's what I'll ask you to do. I would like for you to message me. You can message me on Instagram um, at college questions with DJ. That's the handle, College Questions with DJ. And I want to know two things. I want to know what you like most about the podcast. And then who is someone you challenge to listen to this episode? And again, I think one one thing I've liked about the discussion, Ted, is that it was a great, um, it, it got me very curious about getting in, involved with the app and the book. Um, because I think, and and that's what I hope and pray it does, right? I want to spur that interest on because I believe um, that we need more resources out there. And I think obviously um, yours is being well spoke of, and I look forward to students uh, that we're connected to walking through it. I look forward to reading it. And so again, thank you so much, my friend. I'm grateful for you. And uh, may God continue to bless you in your ministry, bless you in this endeavor. Um, and I do hope and pray, uh, and I just praise God for the ways in which it has and we'll continue to bring freedom from pornography. And uh, and I'm just uh, thankful for that. So uh, God bless you, my friend. Uh, until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to one another, connected to church, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.